Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hi, hi, and welcome to this week's episode of The New Way. It is so great to have you with me. I've been talking about stakeholders in a lot of ways recently for a bunch of reasons with clients. So it's been top of mind for me. And seeing as it's something that's been coming up so regularly with clients, I thought that it could be really useful for us to chat about it today. I thought it might be especially useful to share five super clarifying and (laughs) no-fail questions that I use to identify the most important stakeholders in any change program. I think we should just dive straight in. So let me start with the definition. I think of stakeholders as people, groups or organisations that have some form of interest in the change program. They might be targets of the change or maybe they're senior users or suppliers or industry partners. They might be committees or competitors or grant recipients or they could be potential employees, any number of things. They might be allies or they could be enemies. (laughs) They might be inside your organisation or they could be external stakeholders like unions, community groups, the minister, regulatory bodies or specialist providers that install audiovisual equipment. There's a huge world of potential stakeholders out there. And of course, that definition is pretty broad, isn't it? Many people or groups or entities could have an interest in your reform program. If you've ever been part of a stakeholder mapping workshop, you'll know that it just doesn't take very much to identify a huge amount of stakeholders, no matter what your change or transformation program is about. In any well-run brainstorming session, people are going to submit their ideas and you will end up with a huge number of stakeholders. In fact, the last stakeholder mapping session that I hosted in a fairly short group brainstorming activity, we came up with more than 100 stakeholders combined in that first pass. Obviously, that could be pretty overwhelming for people to deal with. The truth is that not all stakeholders are created equal. Of course, we want to be as inclusive and as courage as many stakeholders as possible to buy in and support and participate in the goals of the change. But there are only so many hours in the day (laughs) and I'm yet to meet an over-resourced change program with engagement and communication specialists that are just kind of sitting back, twiddling their thumbs with nothing to do. I have never seen that. No, no. Instead, most change teams are running pretty lean these days. And to actually deliver effective and sustainable change, they have a lot to do. Identifying stakeholders is an important task because you and the team can't be all things to everyone. You need to focus your energies on where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. 
The success of any change or transformation program often rides on how well you engage with key stakeholders throughout the change journey. So identifying your most important stakeholders and then investing your team's you know, change effort accordingly becomes absolutely critical. You need to focus on the relationships that matter the most or else you just won't get anywhere. While I stand by an initial group brainstorming session as being a really, really useful activity to get started, you quickly need to move on, you know, to distinguish which stakeholders are most important to the success of your program. And then you need to plan your engagements and your communications accordingly. Now, there's lots of different ways to define, map and analyze stakeholders. I'll promise I'll take you step by step through my full approach another time. Today, I thought it would be useful to share five questions with you that can help you easily uncover your most important stakeholders. Now, these questions are approach agnostic. So no matter what stakeholder mapping and analysis the change team is going with, or no matter which change management method your organization uses, the insights that you're going to get from your responses to these questions will be very, very useful. You'll be able to plug it straight in. The best time to ask yourself these questions is after you've done that initial brainstorming session. So whether you do it by yourself or with the change team or perhaps with invited stakeholder representatives or some other group like that, I recommend taking some time to list out all of the stakeholders that you can think of and don't worry about editing or double guessing yourself. I say that more is more in the beginning of the process. So just get them down on paper or on the whiteboard or whatever it is that you're using. I personally like using post-it notes. Then once you've done that, your next step is to make a shorter, more cohesive list. And to make that happen, I recommend asking the following questions about each contender that you've identified so far. These easy, straightforward yes or no questions are going to help you sort out who your most important stakeholders are pretty quickly. Okay, are you ready? Let's dive in. The first question to ask is, does this stakeholder have a critical impact on the success of the transformation program? A yes to this question means that you have an important stakeholder on your hands. There's no doubt about it. This question is really about checking in on how much power or influence or authority this stakeholder has when it comes to your change initiative. For example, one of your stakeholders might be an HR committee because you're required to report progress against the change management strategy and your program to them every month, let's say. Of course, you want to report appropriately, do the right thing and work in line with your organization's certified agreement and work health and safety standards. But that committee might not actually have direct influence over the success of the initiative. So if you were asking that question with them in mind, you might get a no. Okay, question two is, is this stakeholder directly involved with the input and or the output of this change program? Now, again, answering yes to this question is really going to be a sign that you've got an important stakeholder on your hands. So keep in mind that it is the 
directly involved part of the question. That is the key consideration here. (laughs) Of course, your organizational change context is absolutely unique, but examples of these types of stakeholders might include directly impacted employees that are going to have to change their work processes and behaviors because they're going to need to adopt the new way of working. So for example, think about the teams that will need to use a new IT system to input information, maybe about an Australia-wide grants program, And then also think about the people, perhaps it's the executive team or the minister's office or someone like that, that will need to access and understand the new dashboards, so the outputs of the change. Alrighty, the next question to ask yourself, question three is, does this stakeholder have a common interest in the success of this transformation program? And again, a yes to this question is a sign that this could be a really important stakeholder for you. This question gives us insights into potential dependencies and opportunities for economies of scale. For example, perhaps your change program has to do with updating the way financial information is stored, tracked and reported across your organisation. Let's say that you also know that your department intends to move to a whole of government shared services arrangement in a few years time and that you know that's going to include managing financial data. The project executive and the project team for that shared services initiative likely have a common interest in your change program working out, of course, don't they? Because the way that you store data now could help position the organization for what's coming down the track. So for me, if I was thinking about those stakeholders, I would give them a yes answer for that. Alrighty, moving right along. Question four, can we deliver the organizational change without this stakeholder being on board with the change program? Can we deliver the organizational change without this stakeholder being on board with our program? Now, if you answer no to this question, the stakeholder is really, really important to the success of the organizational transformation program and you must focus on them. There's just no ifs or buts about it. Look, if you and the team can't land the change without this stakeholder on board, it is a big neon flashing sign that they should go straight to the top of the list when it comes to deciding where to focus your engagement efforts, okay? And finally, question five is... Do you need to grow the relationship with this stakeholder for the change program to be successful? I love this question. Now, this last question is designed to get you thinking about the vision for the future and the desired end state that the transformation program is gunning for. This question is also going to give us a clue into the existing relationship that we have with that stakeholder and how they feel about our initiative now. If the relationship with a stakeholder needs to evolve and grow to help the change program succeed, it is a sign that it's really worth investing some time and energy into this stakeholder. For example, you might know that a key regional office in your organization has been nominated to pilot the change for whatever reason. I mean, I'm just making this up, so stick with me (laughs) here. So they really need to be on board for the change to be adopted. 
But perhaps the head of the office or the head of that department just doesn't give a shit about the transformation program at the moment. It might not even be that they're being a blocker. It may just be that they're unaware or completely neutral about the program. Now, we all know how influential leaders are in organizational settings. So for the program to succeed, the relationship with that division head or office head needs to grow. You need them to be championing the change to their staff. So you need to take them from either being a blocker or neutral or whatever to really moving into something, you know, really positive and then actively championing it. And when we ask ourselves, do you need to grow the relationship with this stakeholder for the change program to be successful? Well, for me, it would be a big old yes to that division head in this situation. It is clear that they're an important stakeholder here. So there you have it. I hope you liked my examples <laughs> to those five questions to help identify your most important stakeholders. My intent for each of these questions is that they are super easy to ask and understand, that they're really straightforward and that all they need are simple yes or no answers so that anyone can use them and you have a very clear indication. And of course, when you focus them on any stakeholder candidate and you ask all five together, you are going to be able to quickly identify your most important stakeholders, the ones that are really worth investing time and effort into. It doesn't matter what type of transformation program you're dealing with. It might be a digital transformation or a big cultural shift or an all-encompassing organizational redesign or perhaps moving to an activity-based working environment. It doesn't matter what size or type of organization you're supporting. It doesn't matter if you're the senior change leader or the CEO or the change manager. Effectively engaging our most important stakeholders can absolutely make or break your transformation initiative. So get Getting clear on who your key stakeholders are is really, really critical. And the questions that I've taken you through just now are really going to help you do just that. I hope our conversation today has given you an easy, practical roadmap to prioritizing your stakeholder engagement efforts. Your next step is to ask yourself these five questions about your stakeholders this week. I have a feeling that you might realize that some of your stakeholders are more critical and perhaps even some, uh, you know, a little less important than you'd originally thought. Anyway, run through the activity and let me know how you go. I hope you find it really, really valuable. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head on over to Apple iTunes and leave me a five-star review. It helps more than you know, and it would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to catch up with you again soon. Until next time, have the best week. Take care and talk soon. Bye. Bye.